Welcome to Hope. Housing opens possibilities everywhere. Habitat for Humanity of Newcastle County's new podcast for those who are interested in affordable housing in Delaware and how Habitat for Humanity works with local stakeholders to confront the affordable housing crisis and bring people together to build home, communities, and hope. Hello, and welcome to Episode 7 of the Hope Podcast. I'm Kathy Barber, Habitat for Humanity of Newcastle County's Director of Development, filling in for our regular host, Habitat CEO Kevin Smith. Joining me today is Beverly Ward, Habitat Senior Director of Programs. Hope is the show for anyone interested in affordable housing and homeownership, critical home repairs, aging in place, and neighborhood revitalization in Newcastle County. Have you reflected on 2022 to determine what worked well for you or not, and how you will move forward in 2023? In this episode, we will do just that. Look back on our impact in 2022 and discuss things to come this year. Welcome, Beverly. Hi, Kathy. Thanks so much. I'm really excited to talk about the year that we've had of 2022 and how we can help even more people than we've helped last year. I agree. It is pretty exciting. Would you share a bit about your background and your work at Habitat? When I first started at Habitat back in 2011, I came in as the Director of Family Services, which just really entailed dealing with our home ownership piece. Over the years, we've really expanded and grown to include neighborhood revitalization, critical repairs, healthy home repairs, refrigerator replacement program. So a lot of things have been added over the years, and it's very exciting to see how we can help the community other than building affordable housing, which is also very important. Yes, it is. And as you know, so many people look at Habitat and think that's all we do is provide affordable homeownership or that we give away homes. Could you tell us a bit more about our homeownership program? Sure. So like you said, a lot of people think that we give away homes and that's not the case at all. All of our homeowners, when they apply to become a homeowner in our program, they go through an application process, which is much like if you were going to a traditional bank. We are a little more lenient about the credit piece, and our loans are actually 0% interest. So what does that mean for someone right now in the open market? If you're getting a loan, let's say, let's start with $155,000 at a 7% interest rate. Over 30 years, you're going to pay $192,000 in interest. So that's what we're saving our homeowners. The cost of affordable housing right now is rapidly raising from rent to home ownership. Typically, we're seeing right now rent anywhere from $1,500 to $2,500 a month. And that's really an issue for people who are making less money, the lower income, people who are even making moderate income are having a really hard time with rent or purchasing a home. Yeah, and and those things are basically untenable. And how do we expect people to move forward when they're paying so much in rent and then also to cover bills and, and other necessities? So what we're offering is definitely support that can make homeownership a dream for many of the families in Newcastle County. So looking back at 2022, is there anything you'd like to share about homeowners that we helped? Any new 
home developments, et cetera. So we've had eight homeowners who have moved into their homes in 2022. They're all doing very well. They're all paying much less for home ownership than they were for their rentals. They're happy to have that stable, affordable housing and really are looking to move forward in what's next in their life. It's very exciting to see everyone in their homes and and make those next steps. One of the things that we did do in 2022, we had two new homeowners who came into the program, two new prospective homeowners, and their mother and daughter, and they're each getting their own house. They'll actually be living next door to each other. So that's exciting to see two family members getting into the program at the same time and living right next door to each other. They're really happy about that. And we're excited to see what we can do for them as they move forward in their lives. So it's a mother and daughter. That's exciting. I mean, even in traditional mortgage and homeowner programs, how often do you get a family that, you know, are able to get a brand new home right next door to each other? So that is absolutely exciting. It is. It's very rare. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What about our critical repairs program? I think that people may not know just how extensive our program is and how we're really helping homeowners. So for the critical repairs program, we actually have partnered with the city of Wilmington. And over the last year, we did over 100 critical repairs. So that would include roofs, heaters, plumbing issues, electrical issues. And there's really a huge need throughout the state of Delaware for critical repairs to be done in Newcastle County across the whole entire state. And it's a way of maintaining and sustaining their home ownership. So a lot of the people that we've been working with, if they did not get these critical repairs completed, they would not be able to maintain their home and could not afford to move into a rental situation or move into, you know, some other new home because it's just not affordable for them. So it's a way for us to help people who cannot afford to maintain their home, be able to sustain it and live there, in particular, working with seniors and aging in place. Yeah, that's that's really important because we know that the longer a senior can stay in their home, it really impacts the quality of their life and their longevity. As far as Hurricane Ida, can you share a little bit of information about how our critical repairs program helped some of the families who were devastated by that event? Yeah, so when that event happened, it was very unexpected. And we had community members reaching out to us, asking us for assistance. So we tried to rally the troops and find out what can we do to help these homeowners who had water up to their first or second floor. Fortunately, our Habitat homeowners had minimal damage as we used floodgates that would allow the water to come in and then the water to go out so it did not disturb their foundation or their main walls. But we worked with our volunteers and with some contractors and people who had um, their power turned off because of the water being in their home. We were able to get an electrician out there and certify that it was okay now for them to turn the water back on. We had some volunteers come in and rip out drywall and that was mold and, and mildew on. And we were able to help people just get to that point of where they were able to get back into their homes. Yeah, and we know that hurricanes and other natural events, as you said, are unexpected. 
And if someone doesn't have an emergency account for the unexpected, sometimes it can really impact emotional health, but the physical home is sometimes lost. So it's exciting that we were able to provide support for many of the families in that area. Our refrigerator replacement program, that's something that's fairly new to Habitat. Can you talk about that and what that means and maybe some of the data around it? So our refrigerator replacement program, that is relatively new. We're just wrapping up year two right now, and hopefully we're going to be able to move into year three. Hope things go well. We'll be able to receive more funding for that. Originally, the program, we work with um, one of our community partners, Energize Delaware, and we talked about people who have refrigerators that are very old and it costs a lot of electricity. They're not efficient. So anyone who has a refrigerator that's 2014 or older and they meet the income qualifications can apply for the program. They pay a fee of $50, turn over their old refrigerator to us, and we deliver a brand new refrigerator. So a lot of things that we've been hearing from our clients who have applied for the program is they're very happy. There's no way they would have been able to afford a new refrigerator on their own just paying the $50. They were very grateful for that because the average refrigerator right now is $700 or more. So it's been very helpful. And in particular, again, I just want to talk about seniors. We've had a lot of seniors who are aging in place. And this is one of the things, them living on a fixed income, that they could not afford to purchase a new refrigerator. But the $50 was very affordable for them. I just wanted to say so far for 2022, we've done um, 286 new refrigerators for people in Newcastle County. Wow, that sounds like a heavy lift. How does it work? So we have a person here in on the program's team who handles the application piece for us. And then we partner with our ReStore with our director, Rick Peterson. And Rick and his scheduling coordinator, they work together with us to schedule dates on when the new refrigerators will be delivered and the old refrigerators will be picked up. So it's a team effort by the ReStore and here in the programs team to work together to make sure that we are able to get the product out to everyone and pick up those old refrigerators and recycle them so they're not going back into the market to be used again. Yeah, that's a good point to add that we actually remove the, the old refrigerator and are responsible with recycling it. I know that we have calculated how many pounds of recycling we've done, and we don't have to mention it today, but some of that information can be found on our website. Let's move on to neighborhood revitalization and our Rock the Block events. Can you talk about that and how it has become a really important program in Wilmington. So our Rock the Block events are things that we do with the community. So first thing that we do is we hold community meetings and find out what it is that the community wants to happen in their area where they're living. Right now, we're working on the east side of Wilmington and the northeast side of Wilmington. We meet with the civic associations and other organizations throughout the communities and determine what are the needs. What do they need to see happen in their community? And one of the big things that came out of some of our meetings is that safety was a concern. And that's when we started installing ring doorbells. 
So that was a big concern. And also in conjunction with that, we partnered with some other community resources and install and had that resource install lighting along with the ring doorbells. And that still is very popular. We're still getting requests for ring doorbells. One of the things that we found is that sometimes the seniors, the ring doorbells, they're not able to charge them. You have to take them off, unscrew them and and charge them and put them back on when the battery gets low. So we decided to use solar panels instead so they wouldn't have to remove that. So we constantly are looking at ways to improve and ways that we can help the community. In addition to that, some of the other things that we've done is we've done community cleanups. We've brought in dumpsters and that people can dump those large items that maybe they weren't able to get rid of. We've done things where they've asked us for flower pots or window boxes to improve the look on the outside of their home. So we've done that. We've installed smoke detectors. So one of the last rock the blocks that we did in the fall, we did over 170 interventions to individual homes. And then in addition to that, we helped about 200 people in the area from the community cleanup that we had completed. It's exciting once again to hear about our great programs. What I find most important about Rock the Block is that we go out into the communities and ask them what they need. Exactly, because if we don't live in that community, we should not be going there and telling them this is what they should do. We want to listen to their concerns, their thoughts, and really work with them to see how can we help them to make their community a better place and the way they would like to see it. Yeah, that's important. And it's been effective. And we can see that by different community groups and other government agencies who want us to lead more Rock the Block events. Yes, we actually did a partnership with Westside Grows in the summer of 2022. And we installed 80 ring doorbells with them. So we're actually planning on doing another one this spring with them to install another 80. So a lot of community organizations are contacting us and asking, hey, how can we partner together to do this? Yeah, it's it's looking like the program will just continue to grow and grow. Yes, I think so. Finally, let's talk quickly about our restores. We have two, one in Price's Corner and one in Middletown. Can you share information on how the ReStore works and how it fits with our mission? Sure. So the way it first started out was here actually in our headquarters. We have a warehouse area and we started and we opened up a small ReStore. And as we continued to get more and more donations, we grew and we needed to move out of our space because we we had so many donations coming in that we couldn't, we had no more space to keep them. So we moved out along the Newcastle area. I believe it was on Rogers Road, a small little industrial place that we had. And then from there, we moved to Price's Corner with our 33,000 square feet store. And typically, so what happens is the donations come in You could drop them off or, you know, we do pickups, but it really depends upon what it is you're donating for the pickup and how much it is and if we go out to do the pickup or not. But anyway, all of that comes back to us 
we price it, put it on the sales floor, and that money is then used to help us build more homes. So it's a very vital and very important part of our annual budget when we're building our homes. Yes, it's it's a great model. Many nonprofit organizations solely count on their funding to come from grants and sponsors, individual donors. So to have another element that helps us with admin, salaries, et cetera, is, is really helpful in our sustainability and our ability to provide more affordable home ownership opportunities. Absolutely. And, you know, it's also a good place for our homeowners to go and buy things that they may need, that they can get at a fraction of the cost at a regular retail store. So a lot of times our homeowners do go after they've purchased their home, they do go back to the restore and buy things for their homes because it's very affordable. That's, we were just as a team volunteering at the restore, helping to get things organized. And it was great to be in there and see the other shoppers and and how they feel about the restore and how there are a lot of regular shoppers. Uh, We also at the restore are really appreciative of the volunteers that regularly volunteer at the restore or when we bring in different groups from other corporations to come in. They help with inventory, with processing donations, and it's really a team effort between Restore, shoppers, volunteers, and our main headquarters on Hutton Street. Absolutely. We definitely could not do what we do at the Restore without our volunteers. Yes, and just to mention our volunteers, uh, they are the mainstay of what we do, the foundation, and they provide really strong and long-term support. We have regulars who have been with Habitat for 10, 15, and 20 years, and we appreciate the work that they do. And then we also have teams from corporations and other organizations who come in to help with construction sites, at the ReStore, or even providing some support for us at headquarters. So volunteers really are the driving force in helping us to reach our goals each year with these different programs. Right. I also wanted to mention our committee volunteers. And in particular, in the programs team, we have a family selection committee and a family support committee, and then a hospitality committee. So without those three committees, It would be very difficult for us to run our our programs team without the help and assistance of those. So I'm very grateful for those committee members. And we're always recruiting. So if anyone is interested in working with the homeownership team, with any of those teams, the selection or the support committee or even the hospitality committee, they could definitely reach out to us and we would talk them through the process. Thank you for bringing up the committees. I had planned on discussing the development committee, so thanks for triggering that thought. The development committee is the program that we use to help support the fundraising efforts at the organization. So people on this committee help 
to connect with donors who might be interested in providing a gift to Habitat. Sometimes we're able to find resources through the committee on grant opportunities, and it's all things fundraising. The committee is small, so let me just put a plug in as well. (laughs) No one really likes fundraising, but being on the committee, acting as an advisor really does help the work that we do in raising critical funds for all of our programs. So this has been great, Beverly. Thank you for sharing with our listeners what's happened in 2022, some of the things that we have coming up in 2023. One of the things, and you can give more detail on it, is just extending our critical home repairs program, including the needs assessment that was just completed, as well as Almost Home, an exciting new program in our affordable home ownership. I'm very excited about the Almost Home program. Uh, I mentioned earlier about the difficulty that people are seeing with the cost of rent going up so much. And in our application process, when we're looking for people to apply for our home ownership program, people um, may have some delinquent debt that they need to pay and they can't because their rent is so high. Our Almost Home program is going to be a rent-to-own program where people who are not quite ready, they have some delinquent things, they don't meet our home ownership program qualifications yet, um, they'll be able to get into an affordable rental with us. And then we will be able to work with them to make sure that they can pay off that delinquent debt and get them ready to go into a new Habitat home. So that's a very exciting um, new program that we're going to be rolling out in 2023. And I imagine that uh, we're going to get a lot of applications that, that we can go through, as well as looking through the applications we received and seeing if there's anyone that might fit into the, that category. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, and this is, I believe there may be one or two other habitats across the country that have implemented this type of program and it's been successful. So we're excited to have some initial funding to help kick this program off in 2023. Um, As I mentioned, this is just really exciting to share the highlights from 2022 and what's coming ahead. And it's even more amazing what can be accomplished when you have a visionary leader like Bev, who is able to connect all the dots and manage so many moving parts (laughs) in all the different programs and opportunities that we um, have for low-income families in Wilmington and across Newcastle County. Uh, Have we missed anything? No, I just think, you know, we're going to be expanding the uh, repairs program. So more information to come about that. We're very excited about that. We have some additional critical repairs and aging in place and other things coming up on the horizon. So if anyone is interested in repairs, please reach out and we'll see if we can assist. That's great. Well, thank you for joining us today. And I know you'll be on many of the upcoming episodes of this podcast. So thank you for everything that you do 
and what your team does every day? I think it's a team effort with Habitat. I think it requires every single person working within the organization. We all need each other to be able to have these outcomes come to fruition. So I think it's the whole entire Habitat team that makes us successful. I absolutely agree. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this episode of Hope, where housing opens possibilities everywhere. Join us on the 15th of every month for new episodes about how we are working to build homes, communities, and hope here in Delaware. If you're interested in learning more about Habitat for Humanity of Newcastle County, please visit our website at habitatncc.org.